Now, I know that you were just practically a Twitter about uh, about this special presentation we've got coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, man. I love it. I love the historical accuracy of it. Disney, eat your heart out. We actually have a historical representation of the time that Elvis went to the White House and, and met Richard Nixon. Really? Yeah, it's the real thing. We know because it's taken from the direct account that uh, Nixon's chief operatchnik, Eagle Bud Crow, wrote down. It's a book now. We took it out of the book and reenacted it. We're going to play it for you right now, okay? Here it comes, the day that Elvis met Nixon. I'm Eagle Bud Crow, former aide to the Nixon White House, and for years I've enjoyed telling the story about the day Elvis Presley came to meet President Nixon. It was on December 21st, 1970, and I was really surprised. Yes, Miss Woods? M Mr. President, Bud Crow and the King are waiting to see you. What King? W what's he look like? Well, he's wearing this white shirt unbuttoned to his waist, a dark purple velvet suit and cape with an enormous gold belt buckle around his tightly fitted trousers, accentuating his taut buttocks and the large throbbing upline of his... Miss Woods! What king is this? Why, the king of rock and roll, Mr. President, Elvis Presley. Who? Oh, what the hell? Send him in. Yes, Mr. President. Mr. Presley? Yes, ma'am. President Nixon will see you now, but, um, before you go, just let me say how much I have enjoyed you in all of your films. <laughs> well, I, I did 29 motion pictures, ma'am. Which one is your favorite? Oh, well, you tickle me. <laughs> well, then, this is for you, Miss Woods. Gucci, Gucci, oh, Gucci. Oh, 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 <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. Mr. Presley, <laughs> Oh, Mr. Crow, could I, I bring my boy Sonny and Jerry here in with me to see the president? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Let's, hey, let's go with Elvis, uh, We really can't do that, uh, Elvis. These men are armed. Well, he would just mm. use them for shooting up stuff. Yeah, yeah like that lamp up there. See this? Stop! Yeah. Stop! That's a 500-year-old Spanish crystal chandelier, a gift from General Franco. Oh, sorry, Mr. Crow. Mr. Krog, I'd like to present you with these keys to a <laughs> brand new caddy. Thanks, Elvis. Oh, come in, gentlemen. Mr. President, I'd like to... I'm Elvis to... Presley, sir. Of course. <laughs> I saw your upper half on Ed Sullivan. What brings you to the White House, Mr. Presley? Mr. President, I'd like to do something to help my country and your image. Yes. Well, I watched your news conferences and debates on TV. Go on. Mr. President, I think whoever does your makeup should be on your enemies list. Bud, see that we do that. Yes, sir. Now, I'd like to present you, sir, with some pictures of my family. Oh, mm -hmm. This is my little daughter, Lisa Marie. Oh, how sweet. Oh, and this is your wife, I guess? I see she's a natural brunette. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> How the hell did that get in there? Uh, Mr. President, here's another picture of Priscilla. Oh, well, yes. Well, she looks great with clothes on, too. Sir, <coughs> I, I, I've collected these police badges from law enforcement agencies from all over the country. Goodness gracious. I'm a sheriff in Memphis, a police chief in Denver, and a deputy in Detroit. That's a wholesome hobby. Sir, I've been experimenting with communist brainwashing techniques for over ten years. Uh -huh. And I have done an extensive personal study of the drug culture from within. I, I think I understand what you're getting at, but we have to protect your credibility as well as my own. But not a word of this to anyone. No, sir. Mr. President, uh -huh. my message is through my songs. My music is American music, not like the Beatles. Uh-huh. Mr. President, 
Could you please get me a badge from the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and, and Dangerous Drugs for my collection? Well, uh, I... Please? It's the only one I don't have, and I, I've been all over Washington, and nobody will give me one. Well, uh, Bud, uh, can we get him a badge? Well, uh, if you would like him to have a badge, I think we can get him... Well, one. then see that he gets it. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I love you, man. Oh, please, please, officer. You will, Miss Man. Pull out the gun. Yeah, shoot the gun to him, Hoss. What gun? Back out, you two. Back outside, what? please. Who is that? That's Sonny and Jerry, a couple of guys who work for me, Mr. President. They'd like to meet you. Bud? Uh, yes, sir. Show them in. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, Elvis, the gun. Yeah, here you go, E. We wrestled it away from that Secret Service guy who took it from us. <laughs> All right. Here you are, sir. Oh. It's a World War II commemorative silver-plated Colt 45. <laughs> Swell. Oh, silver bullets. <laughs> <laughs> It went off. Good shoot, Mr. President. Sweet little garden, Mr. Presley. Have you ever owned an AK-47? It's what the gooks are toting in now. Sir, to get my hands on one of those babies, you'd have to detente with the Soviets and open dialogue with the Chinese. Bud, see that we do that. Yes, sir. Now, let's see what I've got in my drawers here for you. Tie clasps, ashtrays, golf balls, microphones. Oh, <clears throat> Who's that big black garter belt belong to? <laughs> Keith Smith? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's the FBI director's uh, gun belt. Hmm. Oh. I'd really like to have that for my collection, sir. Bud, see that he gets it. Yes, sir. We shook hands and said goodbye, and then Elvis, Jerry, and Sonny headed down the second floor corridor, leaving the White House for good. I enjoyed the brief time we had together that day. I liked him a lot. What could be finer than dancing live at the Digital Diner? We're back. Ooh. Yes, we are back. Things are moving along so fast. Time is just flying. People are eating. The place is full of... Oh, who are those people over there at table four, Dixon? Oh, you know, Peter, that that's, has the distinct smell of a blind date over there. I'm telling you, there's something weird going on. Let's give a listen. 
I am so glad you finally called me. I tried calling you, but Julie gave me the wrong number. A great way to fix two people up, huh? The number you have reached is no longer in service. My new number is 213334. Yeah, yeah, you gave it to me, remember? So, uh, Julie says you work for the phone company. Yes. Which one? MCI. Cool, cool. So, you eat here all the time, I guess, huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Does that mean you live in, in Hollywood? Try again. Uh, West Hollywood. Please, try again. Pasadena. Thank you. Me, I, I live near the beach. What city, please? Santa Monica. So what's what's good to eat here? Please choose from the following options. Number three. Number seven. Number nine. Number nine? Number nine. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll get the number nine because I love bean sprouts. And then, and then maybe I should get the, the baked potato with that. I'm sorry. Your meal cannot be completed as ordered. Please check the menu and try again. Whoa, right again. It says right here it comes with fries. So so Julie says you do some kind of other uh, phone work uh, on the side? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I know that oh. voice. Oh, I've heard that voice. I, I dialed 1-900-something. Yeah, I remember oh, that. I just know that voice real well. I'm glad we shut that off, though. It was well, you know, the digital diner, even though family it, program, it does know. sit inside this kind of cyberspace, is not completely untouched by the happenings of the real world. We try to keep ourselves on kind of a high level, but, you know... The, the happenings of the real world come to us and and in order to express that to you we like to do it in rhyme and like to do it in music to, sh to coat the, sh the philosophic pill as Gilbert and Sullivan said so we have with us tonight Tone Deaf the plain white rapper who is going to do a little piece for us on a truly American tragedy <laughs> 